Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news, along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, folks, and welcome back to Police Pod Talk. Hopefully, again, I always say I hope you had a wonderful weekend and uh, things went well for you. On the line again this morning, I happen to have Heather Wood, who is a nurse at a local hospital. Heather, you can say hello to the people out there. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. All right. Hey, thanks again uh, for getting up. Did, Did you work last night? I worked yesterday morning. Yesterday morning. So, But yesterday morning brings you into how many hours? 12 plus hours. 12 plus hours. Okay. So we'll talk fast and uh, that way you can get going on your day. But uh, thank you very much for joining us again. We just want an update, a follow up on, we talked to you last time was in July. And uh, yeah, yeah, you talked to us in July, how things were going. How's, How's your family doing? Is everybody staying healthy? Everybody's still healthy. Good, good. And you, what about you? Doing good. Doing good. You're still hanging in there with a good fight, right? Yes. Oh my goodness! I, who would have ever thought we'd still be going on? And uh, I, I guess what, what we really want to know, and what what the question has been coming up, we've been watching the news, and uh, everybody's still in a panic here. And I don't want to say a panic, but everybody just wants to know. I know you don't work for the CDC, but I think you're right in the middle of it, and you can give us a lot of information. If you can, we would like to mm-hmm. hear from you because, I mean, you did such a great job for us last time. Um, and by the way, I did not go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of, I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. <laughs> good, good. I got to check with my doctor. You're my new doctor now to see if it's okay if I do anything. <laughs> but uh, kind of get us up to speed on uh, what's going on since the last time we talked and uh, we ended with, uh, hey, just do the right thing, wear your mask and stay away from each other. But what is, what's been new? Why this change or has there been a change? Go ahead. Um, yeah, we have seen a sudden surge in our ICU. Um, I would say over the last week or so, maybe a little bit more, our numbers have more than doubled <clears throat> with the number of COVID patients that we have. I don't know if it's just because the weather is getting colder or if people are just kind of getting frustrated with the whole situation and people maybe aren't wearing their masks. I'm not really sure, and um, the doctors, they're not really sure as to why everything's ramping back up. I, I mean, I think part of it is just you're, we're getting into that blue season, and I think it's just part of it is just the cold weather. Okay. <clears throat> but um, it's about the same kind of patient population. We have had an occasional 40-some-year-old patient that comes in with pretty severe symptoms, but the majority of our patient population is um, 60 and older. 60 and older. Okay, so I'm going to back up again. You said your numbers have doubled. Is that the number of beds or is that just the number of people being tested? That's the number of um, positive patients in our ICU. So there's more people in actually laying in a bed somewhere. Yes. Okay. I wanted to make sure we understood that and not just being tested. So the numbers have doubled where you see the numbers. Is that about where you, when you started, this whole thing started or not? Yeah, I would, I would say, um, we're probably right back to where we were at the beginning of all this. I'm trying to remember. 
<sighs> it all seems the same. It's all blurring together. Right, um, right. I mean, yeah, all right. It, we were never completely full in the beginning, but our number of COVID patients were still pretty high. Right. Um, but now we are full. Wow. Now, are the people just as sick or not? They are just as sick. Okay. But we have, um, you know, over time we have learned more about this, have learned what medications work, things and, and what things seem to help these patients quicker and better than, you know, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they're not staying as long. They're still staying in the hospital for quite a while, especially the really, really sick ones. Mm-hmm. But we are having like older patients that are, uh, we had a 70 some year old that survived it. So I think it's just, uh, we, we are more knowledgeable about how to treat it. Right. Have you kept the same number of doctors and nurses? And uh, as far as the staff goes, no one's run away, have they? Nobody's run away. <laughs> You're all still in the fight, right? Yes, we are. Wow. And this is this has been going on, like I said, since July, but it was happening before that. So since July, you have been going at this pace this entire time. So it slowed down quite a bit over the summer. At one point, I think we only had like four COVID positive patients in our ICU. But we are a medical ICU, so we have more than just COVID. Um, we were still very full. Mm-hmm. Still very busy, but not because of COVID. So let me ask, when these patients come in, do you guys ever get to talk to them to say, hey, where were you or do you know where you may have gotten this? Sometimes, yeah. So what are you hearing? <sighs> um, one lady went to Lowe's and she said that was the only place she had been. And some people think they get it from just being with other family members or um, there are some people that just have no idea where they got it from. Right. But I would say the majority of the people are getting it from other family members. So mostly just hanging around family. Yes. And now that, the, that we're starting to get into the cold weather where we're locked in the house and there's Thanksgiving and Christmas, it could get even worse, do you think? Um, I think that's, that's a, yes, I think that's probably going to happen. <laughs> wow. That's not, that's not good. So are you guys seeing the younger people? I know you said it was 40 year old, but have you been mm-hmm. seeing these youngers? I mean, we watch the news and they're talking about young people at the parties jumping and having a good time. Are you seeing those people or not? We are not. We have not seen anybody. Well, let me take that back. We have seen one 26 year old female, um, but she was a minority and she was pregnant. Okay. Um, she did survive, baby survived. She left our ICU outside of that one person. We are not seeing anybody in their twenties and thirties. Okay. Does she know how she got it or she didn't say? Um, I don't, she didn't speak English. So, um, okay. I don't know. Okay. So how did you know she had it? (laughs) I'm kidding. Oh, she tested positive for it. (laughs) I was kidding about the not speaking English part. (laughs) Sorry, that was bad. I'm going to have to cut that out. So, um, are you guys, have they talked to you about, uh, some counseling? Has that come up? Um, it has. Yeah. They, they have posted recently posted, um, a lot of like those 1-800 numbers that you can call for like depression, anxiety, just, you know, with all the work related stress. Um, there are some nurses we've all talked about how, you know, if this ever ends or when it ends, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us having, you know, some PTSD type symptoms, just, you know, watching these 
people die alone and so frequently and it's hard not to not to be affected by all that and all of this now do you feel yourself getting more affected by it than you did at the beginning um yeah um actually about mm, probably about eight weeks ago i had to get put on some medicine um just to kind of help bring my anxiety down and um which it has helped so Mm -hmm. now this is not a medicine you have to stay on right uh, hopefully not. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, knowing you, I mean, hearing that and knowing you, that just seems kind of uh, strange. Was it, a shock, right. was it a shock to you when you find out you had to take the medicine? Um, yes, it was. I mean, um, and I had started feeling it. You know, I, I um, was feeling that, that anxiety and the sense of being overwhelmed and almost even depressed starting back in like April or May. I just kind of chalked it up to everything that was going on and, oh, it'll pass, it'll get better. And it just didn't seem to get better. And so finally I gave in and got put on something in August. Is it okay for you to share what you were feeling? So if maybe somebody else out there hears it, they'll say, hey, that's me and I didn't know it. What, um, what started to happen? Yeah. Um, I just felt like everything was out of control. Like I had no control over anything that was going on. And it, I started having like kind of little freakouts or panic attacks at work. And um, I had one big panic attack outside of work. And I just had this overwhelming feeling of no control. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it was just because I know how to save somebody and I can't save these people. Hmm. And there were times, you know, where even you, I would get frustrated with physicians because, you know, I want to do something for this patient or I have suggested something and they don't listen. And was, part of it probably is because of this is just so new and nobody, I mean, we can, we're treating it better, but we still, we're still learning about things. And, you know, when you have somebody that's, that you're putting every ounce of your heart and emotion and effort into, and they still die, it just, it gets to you after 10 or 12 of those deaths and um it's just a feeling of sadness so what prompted you to finally seek help it was starting to affect my family life ah. so was it something your husband said or you just noticed it i just started feeling it noticing it with just when i would come home how i just felt like i wanted to shut down and i couldn't because i still have to be a mom and i still have to be a wife and um, I still have a home to take care of and responsibilities, and um, I was just tired all the time. All I wanted to do was sleep, hmm. and that's just not me. Yeah, yeah, I know so. you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you eventually went and got the help. Yes. How long did it take before you started to understand and feel better? It took about four weeks. Okay, but you still kept going to work in between that time. Yes. So were there other people you saw going through the same thing? As you? Yeah, there are some other nurses we were talking about. I was having even trouble sleeping at night and waking up, like, my heart racing, um, sweaty, like, feeling anxious. And there are many, many other nurses that are talking about feeling the same way. Have they gone and got help? I don't know if they've gone and gotten any help yet, but I know that we're all just kind of feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. So have you shared with them what you went through? As I said, you, um, you said you're talking, but have you shared with them, hey, I eventually had to go do this? Some 
of them I have, like some that I'm close to, I have told them that I've gotten put on something and that it has helped. Not all of them, though. Right. So how, again, I think we asked you this before in July, how long do you think you have? How much more can you hold on? Well, I mean, this is forever because that's what we're, that's what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. Good answer. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Have me a little worried there. (laughs) No, that's a good answer. Uh, Yeah. You're in it for the long haul. Uh, That's good. I'll be darned. Well, at least that just goes to show that you're human because, I mean, I know you, I never thought you were human by the things I've seen you do <laughs> and the weights I've seen you lift is like, holy cow. So with that in mind, have you had a chance to get into any of your, uh, what do you call those things, uh, Spartan runs or whatever? Nope. They have canceled all of them for the rest of the year. So that, that's a downer for you too. It is because that was always kind of an outlet for me. Mm-hmm. So are you like jogging or working out on your own? I still work out. Sometimes I work out at home. Um, I do occasionally go to the gym probably twice a week, which isn't very much because, I mean, I just don't have time anymore at this <laughs> being back in school and taking care of the kids. So I think part of that has kind of affected my mental health because mm-hmm. I don't have that outlet like I used to, but I do still exercise. Yes. Okay. So when you go to the gym, does it scare you? to go to the gym, knowing this stuff is still floating around out there? It doesn't, um, because the gym I go to is not very busy. Um, At one time, there's maybe like 30 people in there, and it's a pretty big gym, so they have all the machines um, separated out by six feet, and um, for the most part, people just kind of stay away and stay to themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I do see occasional people in there wearing masks Um, it's not required at the gym and so there are some people that do it but they also have um, hand sanitizer spray bottle like cleaners and everything everywhere so people are wiping down their machines before they start after they're done so they're taking all the proper precautions right now are you wearing the mask are you doing the right things Um, yes okay I don't want to say the right things just you're wearing the mask right I'm wearing my mask out in public yes okay and I think when we spoke before, has your opinion of wearing a mask and how often and where you should changed at all? I mean, I definitely think for a while it did help. Um, obviously, there are some things um, like, you know, when you're at the grocery store or um, like, you know, wherever there's a, a large population of people, it is definitely helping. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the hand washing, don't touch your face. Yes, that's those are all still very important. I still am very much on board for those. Well, you have your doctors have no clue why somebody maybe seventy survives and somebody in their fifties or forties maybe doesn't survive. You have no clue over that. No, there's still. I mean, uh, we do know that minorities, so Hispanics, African American, um, Burmese, like that population, do seem to be affected by it more. And then people who are obese, hypertension, diabetes, you know, regardless of what your ethnicity is, those three combinations are detrimental to if you develop or if you contract COVID. Now, when you say that minorities are, it appears they're affected by it more, do you think it's because of their lifestyle or maybe something in their genes? We're still not really 100% sure. We think part of it is because they're more prone to diabetes and hypertension just because of diet choices, mm-hmm. but we tru- truly don't know. 
Okay, so there's nothing come out from the CDC saying or from anybody in the health area saying this is why. Not that I'm aware of, not that I've been told. You know, there was talk earlier uh, about a certain blood type. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if they actually have true literature to support that. Right. But I know initially um, we thought that it was like a certain blood type and that those people were getting the sickest. But it's, I mean, I have people who are all kinds of different blood types. You know, they're they're just as sick as the next. Right. But Hmm. I, I, I will say that men seem to be the most affected by it. No clue why. No. Probably because they talk more and it sucks in the, they're sucking in more bad air. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I, I just, okay, once again, I don't know if I have to cut that part out or not. But <laughs> so I'm sure, there, I'm, sure there, I'm sure there's somebody charting all this stuff and that's probably not, that's above your pay grade, right? Yes, very much so. <laughs> oh, okay. You're just there doing your job, helping each individual that comes along. And uh, Yes. Yep. Yeah, there you go. And again, we're always glad that you're there doing what you do, but we, but we need to keep you healthy. We need to keep you strong. And have you thought, hey, I need to do more of this so I'm not so overworked or have you worked on that at all? Mm, no. <laughs> it's always a thought in the back of my head (laughs) (laughs) but you just keep plugging along is that it it's pretty much yeah it's just i think all of us right now especially the ones that i talk to at work it's just truly it's just survival at this point every time you walk into work it's you know it's going to not be fun you know it's going to be busy and you just grin and bear it wow how's your husband holding up he's doing good Okay. He's how's he holding up dealing with you? <laughs> Better now. <laughs> Better now. <that's> it. <laughs> now that I'm medicated. <laughs> yeah, I got you. What about your kids? How are they doing? They're doing great. Okay. Um, now that they're back in school, kind of giving them more of a normalcy mm-hmm. to um, this craziness, they're doing much better. Good. So they're not having any scares or worries at school? Nope. As of, I believe it was Thursday, there have been no positive cases in the um, school where my oldest goes. Okay. Um, there were some people out for quarantine just because of family members, mm-hmm. but um, so far there haven't been any positive kids. So you have not heard anything about a vaccine yet? I know they're working on it. Um, I've heard, I forget which pharmaceutical company it was, but there was potential to have one by the end of November, I thought. But I don't, I I highly doubt it will be for everybody. I'm guessing it will be probably for like the high risk population, um, like the 65 and older, but I don't know, you know, for certain. Right. And this is not a vaccine that's going to wipe it out, or is this just a vaccine to help you get through it? It's just like the flu vaccine. It's going to help. I don't think it's going to wipe it out. Just like, you know, every flu season, people get their flu shots and they still end up in the ICU with the flu. It's not as bad, but you can still contract it. And, you know, it, it even it may be different than the flu vaccine, because when they make the when they do a flu vaccine, it's this is what we think we're going to see. And uh. it might not necessarily happen. But with COVID, they know what they're dealing with. If the virus starts to mutate, that could change. So I don't know. What do you recommend still for everyone to do? I mean, we keep getting mixed messages, and that's why I've quit turning on the TV and keep doing my own thing. But (laughs) what do you think we, everyone, needs to keep doing what? 
I mean, continue wearing your mask definitely in public. Continue washing your hands. Stay active. The worst thing you can do is just not any is doing nothing, staying at home inside. Mm -hmm. You still need to be outside. You still need to get be active. I mean, don't avoid people completely uh, because germs are a bad or germs are a good thing. Having zero germs is really bad for your immune system. Um, I'm not saying go out and like rub something and then rub it on your face, but <laughs> uh, I mean, you still have to have contact with people because you just one for mental health and two for just normal, you know, immune function. We are seeing people, we have had people come in with the common cold that end up on ventilators because they've avoided people for eight months or, uh -huh. you know, whatever. And you, that is a, that's bad for your immune system. Now I'm not saying go have some big family function invite every aunt and uncle you know right but i mean i i think there is a fine line that you need to balance mm -hmm. you know with avoiding people but also not <laughs> right right it, yeah we're trying to do that little balance here yeah wondering who you can invite over and who you shouldn't invite over which right. i mean you really don't know do you you really don't and especially with the younger population like the super young all the way up to like you know 30s, maybe even into the young 40s, mm -hmm. people walk around and have zero clue that they have it. And they pass it on to, you know, grandma or grandpa, and then they end up contracting it and dying from it. Right. And those people walking around having no clue they have it, unless they're tested, they wouldn't know, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. I wanted to make sure people understood that because it's to the point where we're hearing people saying, hey, it's not that big of a deal. I can, and they are the younger people that I've been talking to. Uh, up all the way up over the end of the 40s they seem to think that it's okay like it just went away for some right. reason and it's still out there right yes absolutely okay i wanted to make sure we got that part out <laughs> so I, I don't know <laughs> did i mention what hospital you were at i think i did did i uh, am i no i'm at parkview okay i was going to say am i allowed to i couldn't remember <laughs> back in july yeah, yeah parkview and yes. uh which one on randalia or the one up north huh? uh north okay the big one Yes. Okay. <laughs> Man, you're still plugging away at it. And, and my goodness, I mean, when I called you and said, hey, would you do a follow-up with me? I was hoping you'd say, hey, everything's fine. Our place is empty. You know. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I wish I could say that. Yeah. <laughs> the news is just making that up. But I guess, oh, my goodness, <laughs> these numbers keep going up. And, and, it's, and, it, and it is a scary thing. But I, so we need, to, we need to live, but we need to live with some, with some good common sense. Yes, that we should have always been doing. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Kind of to wrap this up here, what we're seeing on the news is real with the numbers going up. Yep, numbers are increasing. And the number of people in the hospital is increasing. Yes. Okay. So are the number of people dying or not? Yes, that's staying about the same. Okay, but there's more people laying up in the hospital than before. Yes. Okay. Well, that was kind of a bad question, but <laughs> I got phrased that wrong. But yeah, you answered it okay. <laughs> yeah, because you know there are more people saying, "Oh, they're just making this up again." But like you said, we're getting into the cold and flu season, and we're getting people packed into houses and uh, a little bit closer than we wanted to be. But it's starting to, to happen again, mm -hmm. and there's no end in sight yet, right? No. Okay. And again, you're in the front line, so you know what's happening, right? Mm, correct. <laughs> okay. And you, um, I'm, I'm sorry to hear those effects. Uh, you know, I knew they would have an effect on you, but I had no clue it would do that to you. And if it does that to you, so healthy and strong, 
and constantly on the move. Boy, what would it do to someone who doesn't even work out or I was very surprised. I was taken back by it. And I and I think part of the reason it took me so long to go get something for it is because I didn't I don't need anything. I'll be fine. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then it told you no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> said I'm in control. You just follow along. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, again, there's still a lot of people praying for you guys. And we really appreciate everything you have done and where you've put yourself out there in the front line. Because, yes, one, it is your job. But two, you care for people. And by me saying that, do you find yourself sometimes caring too much? Uh, and it may be a strange question, but do you? No, absolutely. Yes. Um, there are some patients where you just kind of, you just get that quick bond with them and um watching them slowly get worse and progress to where you know they're going to end up on the ventilator. Mm-hmm. It just kind of pulls at your heart a little bit. It's just terrible. I seriously doubt we'll ever see a shutdown again, you know, where everything's shut down. I, I don't, I mean, I there's not been like talk or rumors or anything at work, right. um, but I don't see them shutting down the country again. I think that that's, that was very... Um, detrimental to our economy at the time and I think that it is starting to affect people's mental health so severely that I don't think it's safe for that reason just for the fact of people's mental health Mm -hmm. Hmm. the suicide rate is up drug overdoses are up people are heavily drinking we're seeing way more drug overdoses and alcoholics in our ICU probably than we have in a long long time wow so this is hitting everything. I mean, this yes. is bringing out a whole lot of things that we haven't seen in a long time. Yes. This this virus is not like a flu where you go, okay, you get it in the wintertime, and then come summer you can shake it or it doesn't come around. This seems like it's been just around no matter what, the temperature. Yeah, it does. Okay. Now, how is school going? Um, It's going great. It's busy, but we're... Um chugging right along <clears throat> how much longer two years two more years yep <laughs> that, that's gonna fly by it <laughs> is gonna fly by <laughs> so are you doing okay with it yeah keeping up with it yes yep okay um doing very very well okay well if you need some help studying don't ask me <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm not your guy <laughs> so. all right i'll take note <laughs> Well, uh, tell your husband thank you, and I say I thank sure you will. because, I mean, he's he's helping you along the way, and he's staying in it with you, and make sure you hug your kids because, boy, they, they got to put up with it too, even though we don't think it bothers them. it's If they see you hurting, they're hurting too, right? Right. Yep, okay. absolutely. And thank you, Heather. Always thank you. I mean, I appreciate you saying yes, and I appreciate you being so open and honest with us so that maybe the things that you say will help someone who's listening. Absolutely. That's important, too. And again, folks, if ever you end up at Parkview, I go in there. If you have strength left in you, say, where is Heather Wood at? I need her. Okay, I'm not taking anybody else. (laughs) Reach out. Reach your hand out and be reaching for her. I'll be there. (laughs) That's that's what we wanted to hear, and that's what we always hope for. Heather, you're doing a great job, and hang in there. Hang in there for the fight because we need people like you, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. All righty. Hey, folks, again, thank you for being with us here on Police Pod Talk, and we will catch you again next week. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Remember, you can always go to policepodtalk at gmail.com 
or check us out on Facebook at Cleveland Junior or Police Pod Talk. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.